What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead. I am your host. This is episode 29. I am joined this week by Tyler Hadley. Hey, guys. How's it going? Today, I am replacing Mr. Anthony Duart. Feel better soon, man. We know you're uh, in bed watching live. No, just kidding. <laughs> and Kenny Castro. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Hi. <laughs> all right so if you didn't know we're uh, live or we're not live our videos go up every wednesday uh you can real smooth start here but if you want to watch us live let us know and yes. maybe we'll go live and also let us know in the comments uh a question for next week's show i made a point of last week at the end of the show saying if you would like to be featured on a new segment questions and answers towards the end of the show all you have to do is drop a comment asking us uh, something video game related preferably, but not necessarily. If you just want to know something else, uh, we'd probably be able to chime into that as well. Uh, you can find it also on podcast services. If you don't have time for the video version, we get it. That's how I consume all of my podcasts. Uh, podcast Addict, Spotify, Google, um, pretty much anywhere you look. If there's somewhere that you want us to be that you don't hear us, let us know and we will remedy that. Uh, please support us by liking our Facebook page. All you have to do is search level with you on Facebook uh, and then you can you know be alerted once our new videos go up it also helps us out um, and so yeah that's uh, pretty much housekeeping for the week um, you can uh, also check out the other videos that have been going up on the channel including a let's play of Man of Medan and Anthony's uh, really fun card opening packs if, if that's your thing and I know that is the thing of, of many all right. If you guys want enough, maybe Anthony will record some Pokemon Let's Plays. Oh, yeah. So let us know if you want to see some of that. So unfortunately, one of the big things we were going to talk about this week that we're not going to be able to get to is uh, full-on impressions of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Our Pokemon Master Brethren, Anthony, is fallen ill and uh, bedridden. bedridden, apparently. Probably playing Pokemon right now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Cuddled up with that Switch, covered in blankies. Um, so he'll be on the show next week, and you'll be able to hear all about that. Um, so you're stuck with us three, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you feel about Anthony. All right. So we know Anthony's the star. You only came to see Anthony. We, we get it. Yep, we know it. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely... Uh, funniest of the bunch <laughs> hey easy <laughs> if i was on camera more i'd be hilarious okay well we'll just have to take to your shine. word for it <laughs> this is your moment tyler my time yes time to just do random outbursts of comedic clarity <laughs> all right so how's your week been going guys before we jump into the games week has been going pretty good at a busy weekend yeah um i went to a friend's giving it was a vegetarian friend's giving what so, no turkey <laughs> what do you have instead of turkey i had a tofurkey a tofurkey <laughs> yep first time i ever had a tofurkey hmm. kenny is looking disgusted over there <laughs> I, I, i'm puzzled as to how you could yeah, call like, it uh, uh anything's giving with no turkey like i thought that was a all, all vegetables basically so <laughs> wow. do they do some sort of turkey-shaped tofu sculpture? Kind of. That's pretty much what it was. It was just kind of a, a blob, a blob that, of that you cut in slices. Um, and to be honest, it really just tasted like bread. And then they had the, some type of gravy. So it was just like bread with gravy. Do they have stuffing? 
Yeah, they had a stuffing. It was like a cranberry and apple stuffing. That was actually really good. Mm. Uh, I made green bean casserole like I do for every Thanksgiving event that I go to. <laughs> I like that the, person. I <laughs> but, I mean, typically I put a little special ingredient, put some bacon pieces in my green bean casserole. But, but no special ingredient this time. But I couldn't put it in this time. Oh, wow. I would have still snuck it in there. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my God, Tyler. This, this green bean casserole is so amazing. What did you do? Oh, yeah. you know, it's just love. Mm-hmm. Love and deceit. <laughs> but did use chicken broth. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but these people are, they're not vegetarian for typical vegetarian reasons. They're just vegetarian for... For irony, <laughs> yeah, <I guess>. yeah. <laughs> you know, we just save every chicken we can, and we have a livestock in the back. You know? I mean, I am someone that has flirted with the idea of vegetarianism, um, but I never quite go with it because I do love meat and meat dishes so much. Uh, but for me, I, I can see the the moral, you know. Not me. Not you. Yeah. How, would you tell me we're eating rabbit? I'm all about it. I had rabbit the other night. I love rabbit. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, uh, the dinner was great. It was a five course um, dinner. It was where I had that thousand dollar bottle of wine. Oh okay. my gosh, dude! Yeah. I, what was that? <laughs> so it was a bottle of port that was bot or that was that had been aging since 1935. Oh, wow! Bottled in 2017. Um, only 300 bottles made and only one released in the U.S. And I happened to drink it. Oh, my gosh. So this dude. is, a, yeah, it's the uh, the wine shop owner where my wife works. Uh, his new partner is like a, is the wine buyer, I believe, at this other really big wine place in Worcester. So oh, wow. very connected. Uh, nothing to do with me being a baller or anything like uh, that. Wiley <laughs> is a baller. That's going to be the, the tagline. <laughs> Wiley traded his body for a bottle of wine. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was probably one of the more exciting things I did this week. Um, besides work, death stranding, um, the usual stuff, still looking for a roommate. Um, so if you're interested out there, oh yeah, make sure comment on the video, leave me a comment, and uh, I'll shoot you the deets. We'll send you the application through Google Docs. <laughs> <laughs> it is extensive. Um, so what about you, Kenny? What's going on in your well, world? I was having a great week until I came down this weekend with some explosive diarrhea. Diarrhea. Oh jeez. Like I don't know. I couldn't pinpoint what I ate that caused this but I know I Sunday morning I woke up with a pain in my stomach oh, I went God. to the bathroom and all, all I felt was like Pah! and then I was like <laughs> I was like wait a second that was a sudden relief of a lot of pressure <laughs> <laughs> and I got up and it looked like this whole toilet was Splattered. Oh <laughs> like, my I was God, like, dude. I was like, I'm not okay today. Uh, <laughs> and the and, toilet talk. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure my fiance states that I woke her up Saturday night with a fart that smells so bad that I woke her up from her sleep. Oh my God. And That's intense. Like, and I grunted at her after she told me she, that I woke up. <laughs> so I think I wasn't, I wasn't having it. Yeah, so it, it's interesting that you say that because like my entire weekend too and my stomach <laughs> was just feeling weird all weekend mm. but I, I don't know if it was something i ate or it just could a little, just be a stomach quick, virus quick going bug on. or something hmm. 
Um, it seems like everybody's Put coming down. The, the green bean casserole without the bacon bits. Your body was like, wait a second, there's no bacon in this yeah, green bean it casserole. Turn itself around. Nope, it was like it. Um, imbalance. What was I going to say? Uh, I feel like what usually causes that for me, Kenny, is salad. I feel like if mm. I get sca- salad at a place where they're not careful about cross-contamination, mm. that that is a, a trigger for that could be it. those I, episodes. I, I could definitely see that happening. Though, yeah. Because, you know, you get people who are, oh, they're going to go wash the salad or get the salad ready, but they were just handling meats. Mm-hmm. And they didn't just... They weren't careful or thorough about cleaning them, cleaning the hands or anything like that. Yeah, and as somebody that worked on a line in a restaurant for many you years, know how it is, you know? I know how it is. <laughs> so I, I worked at Ruby Tuesday for three weeks. Oh yeah, true and that. I worked at Red Rose for eight months. Oh, that's something. So I know, I know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. As somebody who watches Food Wars, <laughs> I know how the line works. Yeah. Okay, what's Food Wars? It's an anime about <laughs> a, a, a cooking high school. That sounds and pretty good. There's this kid who grows up in a small town diner, and he, he doesn't even realize that his dad is like some master chef. And his dad sends him to this high school that's full of like aspiring young chef folks, and uh, they're it's very prestigious. But he's just like a regular old kid who learned how to cook from his dad in his family diner, that and he's cool. trying to become the top graduate at the school. <laughs> Always trying to be the top of something in these animes. And this anime is very suggestive. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yes. Okay. And what's it called again? Food Wars. Food Wars. Interesting Good. title. And it is very dubbed, popular. So if you're looking for a dubbed anime. Okay. Um, I've been watching Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is really good. You should check it out. I think you would like it. Um, it's that classic one from 1995 that's now on Netflix, if anybody else is interested. It's uh, mechs and... Uh, you know, it's the future, but it's actually 2015, which is fun. Uh, kind of <laughs> like Blade Runner. Uh, we just passed when that takes place. But y'all pretty knew, probably knew about that show already. Um, so, yeah, should we get into it? Is it that go. time of the show where we talk it's about what we've time. been playing? All right. And as I said, sorry, no, Anthony, <laughs> no Pokemon. And we're probably going to talk about Death Stranding a lot. Cause I caught so many Pokemon, and I got Wobble, and I got Weeble, and I started with the Water Pokemon, and I am now the Pokemon Champion Master. So I'm going to need you to oh, try. That's all we needed. That's pretty much what he would have said. <laughs> hit, me with the, hit me with the Pokemon trunk. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do Pokemon Trump. Okay, yeah, I won't do it. He might come next week. <laughs> Pokemon Trump will be in attendance next week. Um, so, I've been playing Death Stranding mostly. Um, I'm now mid-chapter 5, 24 hours in. I am really liking it. I think I'm in a good vibe with it. My only concerns... Well, I don't say when I say only, but my biggest pet peeve with the game is the... Uh, item management system regarding the weapons. I don't find it to be intuitive, and I find that I'm having to open up the menu more often than I would like uh, in order to switch things around. Uh, but I'm really enjoying this, the, the landscapes and uh, getting to learn the map. And um, now, the, now that I'm deep enough into the game, vehicles are like kind of a dime a dozen. Uh, they're pretty much readily available um, for when you would want to use them. There are a lot of times where they're impractical because you're going up a big mountain where you just need to you know, place a ladder here to get across this chasm and maybe you don't have the necessary things to build a bridge, which you could drive over. Um, so you can take the motorcycle over bridges, 
which is cool. Yes. But uh, the the big truck, which you need for some missions uh, where you need to have a lot of cargo, uh, you need to have a bridge. And I build a few bridges, but you know the supply. You need a lot of supplies for that. Um, have you gotten to the point, Kenny, where you rebuilt your first road? No, I. I'm gonna be honest. I I think I fallen into my JRPG ways while playing Death, Death Stranding. I find myself just delivering shit, and I'm still in chapter two. Oh man, I'm like I'm a mover and everything. Like I've hit mover. I've on my my stats are my delivery ratings are up there. And I'm like, huh, I think it, I should be heading to Port, Port Not City, but I want to deliver the standard delivery. <laughs> like, and then I go to a one of those online uh, the storage mm-hmm. post box. Then I'm like, oh, there's lost cargo. Maybe I should deliver this lost cargo. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're going to probably pay this about 100 hours by the time the credits roll. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm up there. I'm at like 15 hours and that chapter two still. <laughs> um, I recommend... Pushing on a little bit because those are sort of randomly generated. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, as even though they're fun and it's cool to deliver pizza to, to people that are requesting it you know, across the apocalyptic terrain. I, I, I literally like I, I was on the party with somebody. I'm like, I don't know why I'm hooked, but just delivering things. Like I'm just hopping on my motorcycle. Next thing you're putting gonna... as much shit, and then I found myself. I'm like over encumbering myself for it. Like. I'm holding on to 190, 190 like kilograms or whatever the the weight is, and I'm only supposed to be holding on 125, and I'm crouching, oh so I God. always have balance. But then it's destroying my boots, so I have always like three boots ready to replace them. So I'm like, yeah, like a turtle, and I'm like, I'm delivering all of this. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you're not optimizing this correctly. <laughs> So I'm going to encourage you to get to chapter three because once you defeat the boss at the end of chapter two, I believe it's right then where you get an item. And the game has been out a couple weeks now. This is a small spoiler. But you uh, get these things that attach to your legs that boost your carrying capacity to 240. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> it's going to get wild now with my <laughs> delivery if I can carry 240. Yeah. So that's how you see me with my ridiculous, uh, you know, 15 feet high. Um, yeah. If any, if everybody, whoever's watching, if you haven't checked this out on Instagram, we have a snapshot of Wiley just traversing with God knows how many boxes on his back. <laughs> I've reached the limit because you get to a point where you're like, you're not at the weight limit, but you're just at your item limit. Um, oh, geez. Yeah. So, um, where it just becomes, I guess, too ridiculous to show 45 suitcases stacked on top of Sam Porter Bridge's back. Um, what else can I say about the game? Yeah, I definitely need to get into a little bit more because I am more interested in how the, the combat and thing progresses with the BTs and all that because right now I feel like I'm just running away from them or it's hard to kind of, it's kind of hard to avoid them at points. It and, is. And I will, that's a good, I'm glad you said that because I had my first moment of like, it sort of clicking with me when I successfully made it through a BT area without getting caught, mm. um, where it was very satisfying to get through. Um, you really do have to take it slow and analyze where your little guy is pointing, pointing in the direction and you know walking the opposite way and holding your breath once they start to get too close. And uh, but you're right though, a lot of times running away is just as viable an option i mean it's a little risky uh, in order of like you could damage your cargo yeah especially if you have a bunch of cargo i mean you can't really run when you're 
run that fast when you have tons of cargo on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could ride your motorcycle pretty fast through the BT territory. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there, that's another option. Or you could fight your way like I've been doing. <laughs> I sit there with like 40 grenades and I'm like, oh, BTs want some? Like, I'm, you see me crouching with a bunch of cargo and I'm like, oh, BT there? Grenade. <laughs> the BT's exploding away. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to avoid BTs at all costs. I like, I like, I'm like, no thanks. Um, I'll take out the mules, but uh, the BTs are like, I'm, I'm going along with the narrative uh, and role playing as like there's, and I'm definitely role playing a lot in this game because okay. like it's similarly to Red Dead Redemption Two. After I've had a real shit show and I'm covered in blood and I'm tired, I'm like, I need a shower. I need a shower <laughs> for no other reason than it just makes me feel better to see Sam clean again and not covered in the black BT goop. Oh, you see, I'm complete opposite. Like my Sam is like going through, going through the, throwing, going through the thick of shit. I've been in the BT. I went into the BT territory where I, I think I dropped like twelve of them. <laughs> like just grenade. Holy <laughs> grenade shit! Here, grenade there. Then when the things were pulling out my legs, I'd shake them off, run away, and then I'm like, "Oh, that's how far you can go." Grenade, you guys! <laughs> like, and the grenade when you throw it at the block. The I didn't realize it until I just tried it. You could get rid of the black the, when they're in the ground trying to pull at you. You could get rid of them with the grenade. Oh yeah! Uh, if you toss it at the ground. Huh? Never knew that. Because yep. when I see those arms, I'm bolting. I'm like, just get me out of there. Because I know you can stealthily avoid them. What'll happen in the game is. You'll be sneaking along, and if your cover is blown, essentially, these black arms of the, the the ghost BTs will start coming out of the ground, and that's what sort of initiates the whole "oh fuck, you're seen." Now it's like uh, time to fight or run. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that. That's yeah. that's cool to know. You see, you grind like me. Chapter two, you find out these things. <laughs> so you're you said you're a mover now. The game gives you ratings based on. I may have How passed. Much I may have passed mover because I've been delivering. Like I was a mover, and at seventy nine, like by Friday. So what? What are you past a hundred yet? I'm at maybe ninety two. Oh okay. I'm at like one twenty something, but I am like seven hours ahead of you. So. Yeah, and I made like already what like fifteen contracts with people. Like oh okay. Players. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm I, like uh, the moment I can make contract with people. I'm like, oh, you got a high rating contract. <laughs> contract. Um, talk a little bit more about what the contracts do. I actually don't even know. I think I was half asleep. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's so, a, that's part of something I have not interacted with. So one of my, oh, at least from my understanding, is to kind of highlight that player more in your world. That's oh, okay. Thinking. I think you're right. I think so I it's like that. If structures that they build, those structures will almost always pop up in your world. So if they built the bridge, that bridge should be there. You know? mm -hmm. um, if they have a post box and that stuff in there, that should be okay. Well, why aren't we contracted with each other? Because it's um, it's just random. Like you can't contract with people in your friends list. Really? It's whoever like you slightly interacted through your through your world. So it's is kind of generated by the Death Stranding game. Like whoever they have you interact with with lost cargo, or they've delivered your lost cargo, things like that. That seems like something they could implement, maybe. I don't know. It kind of, it does, I can see how you could sort of cheese your way through the game. Where you, I could be like, hey, Wiley, leave a bridge, X, X, Y, Z, like, you know? Yeah. I, I won't lie. When my first, when I first got, was able to contract five people, I went looking for your name. Oh, yeah? And right. I just couldn't find it. Um, totally just random train of thought here. But, so, I asked if you'd build a bridge yet. I mean, a, a road yet. Yeah. 
they're they're freaking awesome when you build them they're so big and they're like they have turbo things for your bike on them really i mean people can leave them uh they're an item that they that you drop um Mm -hmm. and just being spending the first two chapters of the game so encumbered and you know a journey across the map takes half an hour or whatever uh the fact that you can fly through on a motorcycle is like oh my god this is pretty cool i can't wait to hit that because i've definitely found myself where like the bike has like two 60 pound barrels or 80 pound barrels on each side like one one on each side and then i'm at 125 you know at my limit so then the bike is like like going the slowest possible and the mules are like chasing me and so they're pretty much neck and neck with me and i'm like oh no don't hit me (laughs) you see me kind of like swerving left and right trying to avoid mules or how slow i'm going Mm mm-hmm I'm even going through BT territory at that speed. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to get grabbed. (laughs) Just get through, Sam. You got this. That's funny. Seems like we're playing it pretty differently. Oh, yeah. Oh, you people don't want to see me streaming this game. It would look tedious watching me play. (laughs) He's just like always over encumbered and (laughs) surrounded by enemies. At all times. I I was like, I was sitting there and I'm like, huh. I don't think Wiley's fought this many BTs as I have. No, like I'm not, not even attempting to. I haven't even, like. There was one point I was trying to get to the wind farm to deliver some shit, and I wasn't even holding my breath. It was almost like I was inviting the BTs to see me. I'm like, oh, you're right there. How are you affording? Um, all, how are you like? Is your half your inventory grenades? <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be pretty much yeah. like <laughs> with like six blood packs. Like so, mm-hmm. I got bunch of grenades, mm-hmm. bunch of blood packs, and then just items to deliver and i just brought and i pretty much i'm like oh these people left um the rope here ladder here i don't need ladders i don't need this it's all set up for me but so it's, I just it feels so good the, doing a ladder that's I like know. my favorite part of the game but like, i just i just walk around like riddle warfare grenade equipped already i'm not even in bt territory already <laughs> damn <laughs> sam porter bridges doesn't play <laughs> no he doesn't no he does not in my world yeah exactly like Amelie's waiting for me on the, on the on the Pacific, and I'm like, you could wait, girl. <laughs> yeah, you could wait a damn long time, because I'm not even halfway there yet. Actually, now I'm at the point where they're like, you are, you're halfway there to rebuilding America. And I have a feeling that in the third act, that I'm gonna like that's. I've heard that th- there's some change. I have a feeling that once I do that, there's gonna be more. But we shall see. Definitely going to keep playing it. As you can tell, I'm pretty uh, enamored with it. Uh, Tyler, what about you? You been playing anything this week? No, not a whole lot. Still a little bit of Call of Duty here and there, but hasn't really been a big uh, video game week for me. I'm working on things, working on future endeavors. Gotcha. And uh, whatnot. We have some really cool looking art up, which I'm sure we'll be sharing on social medias. With uh, Who's the person that... Neckles Arts. Neckles Arts. Yeah, he's on Instagram and Facebook. And he did a portrait of the four of us. Uh, Anthony, not here right now, but uh, looking real animated and comic book and cool. Jojo-rized. Yeah, real Jojo-rized. So what the hell does that mean? Anime. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, in the, okay. In the style of that. Gotcha. And that's uh, an uh, anime show? Yeah. Yep. Very popular. Oh, okay. Has, a, has a, you, a very fanatic a fanatical fan base i'm still learning <laughs> um cool well uh kenny and i have jumped into a new game pass game which you can check out if you have access to that it's called remnant from the ashes it came out a few months ago so pretty recent get for game pass it is a dark souls like as in it's very hard 
as in you rest at checkpoints to regenerate enemies. Um, it has a lot more focus on gunplay than any of those games. And I played for about three hours yesterday, uh, all solo. It is uh, also a up to three person cooperative game, and that's how Kenny's been playing it. Uh, what are your thoughts so far? Oh, is this that like procedurally generated game? That's it's like a kind of roguelike ish. So it's not procedurally generated. From my understanding, is that the order of levels is procedurally generated. So it's mm. so you could. Um, at any time, you can re-roll your campaign, yeah. which I guess you will not reset your character's progression, but you will get a new order of levels, which is interesting. And it's something that, like, maybe if they communicated a little bit better on how many levels there were, I would mm -hmm. consider it. But it's like, I don't know, do I really want to, like, go through all that again and... You know, whatever. If you're having fun, then I can understand it. But uh, it seems like something that would be more catered for repeat playthroughs, I guess. Um, mm. Or maybe if you really are struggling and you're like, okay, I've just hit a wall and I want to keep playing the game, uh, you could reset it and then maybe get lucky and get an easier boss earlier on. So, yeah, Kenny, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it's very challenging. Um, That's for sure. You know. I could I give you all the applause in the world because you got through that one boss by yourself, which we struggled and we took about eight tries, and and that was a three man team because that boss, it's not the boss that's the difficult part; it's the being swarmed by everything else mm -hmm. that is difficult because you had the exploding little round things coming at you, right? So those would explode on you and then would um, infect you. And when you got infected, you would cough randomly. So you would be trying to roll, but instead of rolling, you're now coughing because you're infected. So it, will, it makes it difficult to huh. do all these things. Yeah, it's definitely a game that features a lot of ad control, more mm -hmm. so than uh, Bloodborne or Dark Souls. I think it actually reminds me a little bit of Destiny in that way, because there are just these enemies coming from left and right. That's why I do think that it's like very... Uh, conducive to cooperative play. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if enemies scale and have like more health if you have three players or not. Um, but I don't think so, but don't quote me on that. I don't think so because I found um, that, you know, we could take out fair, I think that the health doesn't scale, but I think the amount of enemies spawned in a boss fight is, is different for mm. more, more players because I feel as though like some of the ads would spawn a lot faster and come and would almost come to you if they if you were trying to revive like they would almost focus on you if you're trying to revive the down okay team. maybe so it almost felt as though like wow why are they all focused on me and i haven't even took take i haven't taken any shots to create any aggro and you know bring any aggression on me um so definitely say after the first boss we fought we encountered another three bosses that we felt i personally felt were much easier than the first one hmm. like we just ripped through them but well, we're currently on a boss that we tried last night seven times to no success. And to the point where we're like, yeah, we're calling it here. Like, we'll, we'll retry tomorrow. Gotcha. Um, and that one, it's the ads that are messing us, messing us up more than anything. They're taking way too many bullets. Um, they're eating bullets like there's no tomorrow. And it almost feels like it doesn't matter what I do. Like, I almost feel like I'm the more optimized member out of the group. Like, I have the scrapper class, and my health is pretty high, my stamina is pretty high, and I have a boss weapon 
spoiler once you beat one of those bosses you'll get a you'll be able to get a boss weapon called the spitfire that's a SM, smg weapon which when you pull its unique mod it you could turn it into a flamethrower sweet so it, that's great for ad control because mm-hmm. once they're all grouped up you just start doing the flamethrower and you take out a good amount of them but i feel like that's the only time i'm really able to take down ads and you know then when one person's down that means you know it's more on me i think i even got we got to a point with that boss where i think if i would have played it differently instead of attempting to pick up my teammates i think i could have finished it so i was really just dodging taking out ads, trying to manage the ads while also rolling around the map trying to get to a teammate mm-hmm. and instead of focusing on just taking off the last 20 percent of health from the boss i think if i would have just you know, ad control boss, ad control boss would have just juggled it back and forth instead of trying to get to somebody. I could have finished it by myself. Gotcha. Right at the end, but so um, step back on what the game, what the sort of premise of the game is. You, you're a character that's you're trying to get to a tower. You get shipwrecked. Uh, yeah, you get shipwrecked, and your whole focus is trying to get to this tower so that you can um, relieve the world of the root. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the all-encompassing evil of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very mysterious about how to get there. They're not trying to let you get to the to the tower, and it's then they put you on this hunt to find this man named Ford, who is was on the same mission to get to the tower as you as you prior to mm-hmm. arriving. Um, and then you have your operation of base, which sort where sort of works like a firelink shrine if you played the Souls games or the. The place with the doll in Bloodborne, and you can do your upgrades here, uh, as well as you know, get some respite. Um, so the character, that the, the game has a pretty good character creator. I liked my character is pretty badass. I have to say, I did a good job of uh, of making him. And so, you know how in the beginning you can choose one of four different voices. Yep. Which voice did you choose? Um, I would like a little more rugged one because I made my guy like real rugged. Like he got a scar on the face and everything. Yeah, mine dude, he he looks like Lee from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's got a big beard. And the character voice three, I'm 95% sure is Lee from is The Walking Lee? Dead, David Fennoy. <laughs> Maybe. And um, what's funny is that, you know, your character will only say things like, whoa, it's over after a fight or something. Or he'll, when, like, at least when you're in a group, it'll, he'll be, and you're reloading, cover me. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the NPCs, the really nice one in the town, uh, wow. you know, the one that's like really optimistic and it's like, hey, friend. Yep. That's the same voice. So, so my character and Reggie, hit, the, 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 the NPC Reggie. Yeah. Yep. So we are the same voice actor <laughs> i'm like almost sure so I, yeah it's oh super voice. funny because they're like if we're gonna get you know dave finoy who's like you know he's not quite troy baker levels but he's a big voice actor in games and he's lee from the walking dead uh we're gonna have him do more than grunt and say cover me yeah. <laughs> so he plays an npc as well i mean a, yeah an npc so when you're playing this game are you do you have to enter like a specific campaign that's good either single player or co-op or like, could you could you playing single player to start having start playing co-op like whenever you wanted in your campaign? Yeah, and actually, I was looking around though, Kenny, and I couldn't find the option for that. And you just invite me in from what just, from what menu? So I think you just just go to my name, my gamer tag, and press invite the game. So then I accept it and I'll join the game, right? And then you have to go to a checkpoint, one of the stones. 
because then I, once I start spectating your world, you gotta release me and you gotta summon me from the stone. Oh, you have to just go to a stone, press it, and then my guy will kind of get spit out from the stone into your world. I do wish the game had a matchmaking system, uh, some sort so of summoning play. system. So you could just play with some randoms, yeah. Yeah, exactly, because um, it's really hard. I don't know if we stressed <laughs> that. Like the game is, you know, it doesn't seem. That first boss, when I first started it, I was like, this might be where I throw in the towel. But then I got into that Dark Souls Bloodborne mindset where I'm like, one more time, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and after, I think it took me about a dozen tries, and uh, I finally finally took him out. But uh, yeah, if they had some sort of item you could use, maybe a consumable to, to get, I don't know, a, a ghost of another player to come help you, uh, that, that would be I would appreciate it as somebody that doesn't have a ton of friends that play Xbox games. I have like a shitload of PSN friends, but not too many on Xbox. Um, but I digress. I, I'm pretty impressed. I will think. I think the gunplay is super satisfying. Um, I, I enjoy it. Um, I've, I've been rolling with a sniper, and I didn't realize that I had a double tap the left trigger to zoom in. So I have been taking sniper shots from just regular aim. Oh wow! From people, like, you did double tap, tap the so left you just trigger. Double tap and hold. So you got to double tap the left trigger and hold it, and you'll zoom down the scope, the the sniper scope. Mm -hmm. um, what does a single tap do? Just just regular aim. You just you just hold like if you just. So you're still looking down a, sights a little bit, but yeah, but not down, like a little bit, but not down the scope. I can understand that because. You know, they want it to be a versatile weapon, and the game is so much so if, close counter stuff. Exactly. So if you're close counter, so like you have to really commit cool. to it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then arc right trigger is if melee. Not, yep. If you're not holding the left trigger, then it's melee. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's really smart and effective. Mm -hmm. um, and the melee weapons are really good. Uh, it's kind of a good balance. I'm definitely shooting more than I'm meleeing as far as killing. And I will say because you wouldn't know because you haven't you've been soloing it right now, but when you're in a group. Communication is key because let's say you're taking shots, but I get in your way. Friendly fire is on. Really? So I'll take damage. That's cool. Shots. If I'm not being careful, if I'm just being wild and getting in your way, like you could down me. Hmm. And that that'll that could just throw the whole strategy for a loop, you know? Mm -hmm. um, because some of these bosses will hit you once and drop you, you know? It's a Souls game. Yeah. It's a Souls like, I should say. Souls like, yeah. And. I've been enjoying it. I truly have. I actually feel like of any Souls-like game, I feel like I'm a beast at this one. It's a little more accessible than, mm -hmm. than most because, like, the you know, the items are very simple. It's not obtuse. and The trait system is, is pretty, pretty um, because you're real early on in the trait system. But as you progress, like, you'll get to a point where you have, like, 14 traits that all give different boosts. Hmm. You know, like... Hmm. Um, there's one trait that you can't get unless you're playing multiplayer because you have to. And there are traits way, like passive perks. So yeah, pretty much like passive perks. Like okay. so, when you go to your traits, you should have a, some trait points. I don't know if you've been investing them. I've been investing them into health. Exactly. So there'll be other traits that'll come up. There's a survive. There's um. Uh, yeah, because there's spaces for way more. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's a revivalist one. So it'll increase your the revive speed like of you reviving others. <laughs> um, so. You can only unlock that one by reviving people a certain amount of times. Oh, okay. So, so it's unlocked by in-game action, mm, not by... Some are, yep, some are unlocked by in-game action. Oh, all of them are unlocked by in-game action. Like getting to a certain world, getting to another world, or getting to a certain world, or 
um, walking into a certain room or getting through a certain mini dungeon, like okay, you'll okay. get these certain acts or completing a side mission, you'll get this other trait. So I'm up to about 13, 14 traits right now that wow. all do different things. Um, so that's been helpful. Another one I will say, there's a teamwork trait. That one, you have to really go into the trait menu and then press X to really get the description of what the traits do. Because I didn't realize that the teamwork trait actually gives you additional XP earned from fights. So you wouldn't know that unless you you expand the details on it. Yeah, yeah. So I started increasing that one because I'm like, I want XP. I want to be able to get trait points to increase other traits and things like that, you know? Yeah, it's a good thing to get early on, it seems like. So I I would say in my playtime right now, I want to say I've played about eight to nine hours already. Mm -hmm. I'm at trait level 67. Dang, seems high. I, I think I'm at like 15 when I logged off last night, so... Got a long way to go. Sounds like a game I would get into and get excited about. But alas, I don't have an Xbox. Well, it is on PS4. Um, PC? And PC. Um, it's $40 full price. Um, like I said, it's now on Game Pass, which I feel like every other episode we're talking about a new Game Pass joint. Hey, that's um, good. And, yeah, that's actually the only two games I've touched this past week. Um, Kenny, anything else you'd like to touch on before we move on to the news? No, honestly, um, those have been the only games I've been playing other than Call of Duty, and I'm always raging on that. Um, so that's all. I actually mm -hmm. really been enjoying Remnant. Um, there is some a lot of new additions that got added to Game Pass. Yeah, might as well just segue yep. into cruising for a news. Cruising for a news in the part of the show where we write stuff on a page and read it back to you in the video game world of happenings and going-ons. Um, so we're going to skip ahead a little bit from the outline since we've been talking Xbox. Are we? I think we're going to do a little recap. And this happened four or five days ago prior to the recording of the show. So I'm sure y'all big-time video game people know, already know about it. But um, over the weekend, Microsoft hosted its XO19 event in London with a two-hour press conference. Here are some of the bigger announcements. Uh, Rare, formerly Rareware, announced new game Everwild. Um, nothing really said about the game other than a kind of visual tease and looks like some, some pretty nature stuff going on. It's got another similar cel-shaded or semi-cel-shaded art style that um, Sea of Thieves has. It kind of gave me some Ori in the Blind Forest vibes with the, I don't know, the nature yet impending doom flavor that I got <laughs> from it. Um, so that's cool. Rare's making another game. No surprise there. But uh, they also announced some new Sea of Thieves content. So that's still out there. You guys ever mess with Sea of Thieves? No, I haven't. I tried, and it had no instructions. So yeah, I'm it was terrible. Confused <laughs> it's and different lost. now. It's I've heard it's different. I've heard it's more optimized now. But I was off the jump, like day one, trying to play Sea of Thieves. And I was like, what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty and much. I was like, this is getting uninstalled. I'm like, I'm very yeah, I'd like to give it another try. I mean, it does seem like a good co-op game. I know that it's got a Twitch following. Um, I wouldn't mind giving it a try if you want, wanted to install it. Um, you know, I follow your lead on that. So you know, we'll figure it out. Somehow. We'll figure it out. But I it definitely wanted to check it out. Like, I'm like, oh, let's check it out. And me and my buddy who I games here with, like. We were very confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not great at onboarding. 
so Obsidian announced a new game. Who recently released The Outer Worlds. Um, they announced Grounded. Uh, they should note that this is being made by a small dev team within Obsidian. So it's kind of like a, you know, the kids in the lunch table are sitting over here working on Grounded. Everybody else is doing Outer Worlds. And so it's not like the whole studio has been working on it. Um, so it's got... You play as kids that have been shrunk down to like ant or bug size. You're you're trying to traverse, and it's a survival game in your own backyard or mm-hmm. somebody's backyard. Um, I got s- serious uh, a bug's life and like ants vibes from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked cute. Look at me, I'm a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> Classic. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. You can go home and watch it. Did what? you pick up Disney Plus? I did. I followed Tyler's instructions, and I got my dad. Uh, the year of if you have Verizon Wireless Unlimited, you get a free year of Disney Plus. So yeah, I've uh, watched the first episode of Mandalorian. Haven't watched the second yet. I watched the first episode also. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen the second? Nope. No. Um. So we also got a release date for Ninja Theory's Bleeding Edge, which is the game they announced at E3. Looks very sort of Borderlands esque in terms of its humor and its visual flair and its you know. Big fat characters with big boobs. Um, <laughs> so I definitely want to mention um, Bleeding Edge is available to install as a closed beta with Game Pass. I think Game Pass Ultimate. Do you have to be an ambassador? No, I, no, no. You don't got to be ambassador like me. But <laughs> I, I did um, see that it was it was readily available for me to install right now. Huh. I saw that last night. So you have to be a Games Pass member and I believe that's so. It? Or a Game Pass Ultimate. I'm not sure because I'm I'm an Ultimate member. Can't tell you if you could just be a regular Game Pass member and install it, but Good to know. If you'd like to check out the new Bleeding Edge game, Ninja Theory's new joint. Yeah, so I define the standing, you know, it's their closed beta. So that's what it says in the description that it's in closed beta right now. That's a pretty open closed beta yeah, right like well <laughs> right. you gotta pay for game pass and then yeah you get yeah it, so gotcha yeah. um we also got an announcement of age of empires 4 that's a big series i know mm-hmm. that uh it's not my thing but i'd like to give it a try it's like one of those things that i always envision myself one day i'll be smart yeah. enough to play these games <laughs> no i mean i was really into like age of empires in high school i remember in our old woodshop class we had some tech-savvy uh, high schoolers that downloaded Age of Empires on the PCs <laughs> in our woodshop nice. class. Um, and then we would just connect to the, to the LAN, net, the, the network at school, and then we would play against each other. That's nice. so late. or No, that wasn't the 90s, but yeah, it's so, so old school. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that but was Age of Empires a, 1? I think, I think it was Age of Empires 2. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're interested in playing some Age of Empires, I'd be down. Okay, good to know. I know. I just started. I know one of my buddies. He Get tried to get elephants. me into like a similar game, Stellaris, and I just, you know, I just couldn't because they were already like deep into their galaxies and what was going on. Like they, like I was 20 minutes in jumping in, and we had aliens invading the the galaxy. So I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. all set. I'm and I confused. haven't, yeah, I haven't played like a what? What do you? What's even like the style of like? that game what would you call it i mean it's a civilization building rts yeah yeah um i haven't played one of those in a while i mean i was really into like halo wars for a while oh, when that came out halo and wars 2 is on game pass 
Yeah, why don't I get a fucking Xbox? Xbox. <laughs> he doesn't even need to I got my get PC. his Xbox. Oh, yeah. He just needs to connect the PC and get the Game Pass on, on there. Okay, well. I know. I'm just saying. That's what I mean. Like, he could be playing Remnant with us because I believe that's on console and PC Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But it's a cross-platform. It is. Because Game Pass, because once you have, once you add the Game Pass, you have to get an Xbox. You have to make the like, Xbox account on your All PC. Right. So we'll invite, <laughs> we can invite you to a party chat. We can play with you, Game Pass, like game, games that you can play from the Xbox Store on PC. We can play with you also. Like Gears 5, we can play with you. Mm-hmm. Well, because it'll show on the screen. It'll be like, level with you, Ty. PC. It'll have a PC icon. Okay. Really? Yep. Okay. Well, hopefully by this weekend, I'll have my computer set up. It's been a long game. time coming. It's been a, when did you move in here? Two years <laughs> ago? <laughs> I mean, I had my computer set up for a while, and then I got a roommate, and things happened, and... Yeah, life happened. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not letting him live any excuses. I don't have an Xbox. No, you got a game, You got a PC. <laughs> uh, next announcement. Uh, oh, we should also note Age of Empires Two Definitive Edition now on Game Pass. Uh, don't nod. The developers of Life of Str- Life is Strange announced a new story-based game called Tell Me Why. Tell me why. Uh, first game to feature a trans character as a protagonist. See how that shakes out. Um. Life is Strange 2 really is um, a big flop, it seems like, because of all of it. Yeah, I mean, the first game was, you know, you had Chloe, you had Max, these great queer characters that so many people identified with, and um, it was a very well-written and memorable game, and uh, the second one doesn't seem to be catching on, even though it's getting pretty good critical acclaim. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the release schedule has been so staggered. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with this game, they've announced that it's a three-story, or three-episode game. Uh, one month you get first story, next month you get the second, and then the third, because that's been this whole issue with story-based games in general, Tell- going all the way back to Telltale, uh, is that you never knew when the next one was coming out. And sure, they had the previouslys that would catch you up and were appreciated, but like it's not the same. You don't want to wait two episodes between the show you're watching. So I would, at, at, at they would always go on deep sales anyway. So that's why uh, I stopped buying Telltale games when they came out. Whatever happened to that uh, other story game about the kid who wanted to be a superhero or something like that? That was just a one-off game they did. Uh, the I can't remember what it was called. But. Yeah, it was called the, I don't know, this Life of Captain Captain Adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something I, like that. It was uh, a free game that they made in between uh, Life is Strange 1 and uh, 2. So right. I actually never got around to playing that, but I hear it was good. Uh, next announcement, Halo Reach is finally gets an announcement date. It's coming to the Master Chief Collection on December 4th. This is exciting news for me. I have not played the original Halo Reach since it came out, and that's almost 10 years now. I don't have any really recollection of it. I remember loving it at the time. I remember thinking as a kid, this is the best one since Halo 1. So, And I would like to add for Tyler, the MCC collection is on Game Pass PC now. Which was just added this past week. <laughs> that is big news. Um, and I know we've been on an Xbox tangent for a while, but uh, Rage 2 uh, is all, another game that was announced that came out earlier this year that's available there now. We've already talked about Revenant and Age of Empires 2. Later this year, we're going to be getting The Witcher 3 as well as Darksiders 3. 
Then we got in some announcements of uh, games coming in 2020. Uh, the big ones for me include Yakuza 0, uh, Yakuza Kiwami 1, and Kiwami 2, which are remakes of the original PS2 games. Uh, Zero, I've been almost buying for so many times. In fact, one night I thought I did buy it, and I texted you guys, but I'd actually, <laughs> I guess I never pushed the last button because I was like, where is that? It's been like four days. And I was like, oh, I didn't actually buy it. Um, Flight Simulator, Will of the Wisps, which is the sequel to uh, you know, Ori and the Blind Forest, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So yeah, that, that pretty much is the big stuff. And then all the Final Fantasy games. Oh shit, I totally skimmed yeah. over that, thank you. That's kind of crazy. So Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, and 13, 1 through 3, all coming to Game Pass. Yep. It really is... Uh, they're beefing up Game Pass. They're beefing it up big time. Yep, they're yep. coming strong next year in preparation for Scarlet. Yeah, and um, they really are. Sony's going to have to... I mean, you recently saw Sony have somewhat of a reaction. They cut the price in half. Now it's 10 bucks a month, just like Game Pass. They added God of War. Um, they added what was the other oh, horizon yep. um, so there's certainly some value there but they're not getting stuff like every month uh, mm-hmm. that's of notable nature like game passes so we'll see how that shakes out um, our next story comes from is uh, actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip back to our first story new half-life game announced holy shit um, so valve's Twitter uh, revealed that they're working on a new Half-Life game called Half-Life Alex, who Alex is the character that you, uh, sort of the main character besides Gordon in the Half-Life 2 game, which came out in 2004 now. Uh, a new VR game in the Half-Life series has officially been announced. The new title in a tweet as Valve's flagship VR title will be unveiled on Thursday, November 20th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Does that make sense? Thursday the 20th? Because... Today is Tuesday the 19th, um, so maybe it's Wednesday the 20th. Uh, this has been rumored for some time now, and it appears those rumors are true. Thankfully, we won't have to wait long to find out more. So probably by the time that you're listening to this, you can probably go check it out. A new Half-Life game. Is it going to be a full-fledged, you know, gigantic Half-Life 2 true sequel that people have been waiting for for 15 years now? We'll yeah. find out. Yeah, we'll find out, but I doubt it. <laughs> you doubt it? You think it's going to be an experience? Most likely. I mean, they'll be playing a gameplay to experience. But are they? <laughs> this is their opportunity. This is the one franchise that has always <laughs> been so like rumored and respected and thought of as revolutionary uh, that you. It almost felt like they couldn't do anything except for make a VR game because they're, they want to be taking that next step. I don't know. I think it could be a big deal. Yeah, I mean, this is their opportunity to make a big splash. Mm-hmm. Or they could just play it safe. What is playing it safe? And know, make a real game? No, I mean, even, not a real just, game. Like but. Just an experience, you know, like, oh, you know, this is Half-Life Alex D. Yeah, five-hour experience. You if, you're, know? if you're looking for Diablo Immortals Volume 2. Hmm. Yeah, that's what that's the reaction I think they would get if it turns out to be like you know a tease where you you know play in a couple hours and it looks great. There's some great physics, but it doesn't continue the story. Or so I think it's going to be cool. I got my hopes up. I played Half Life Two. I know this is not the way to play it, but on the original <laughs> Xbox because okay. it was a PC game um, that 
was later ported to Xbox. And sure, it didn't have maybe all the bells and whistles, but it was still an amazing game. Uh, I never finished the first one. I did finish the second one. But, okay. but yeah, it's been a long time. Um, next story is regarding Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So there's been rumors, and these are some, these have been data mined. And a lot of leaks. A lot of leaks. Um, you want to take this, Tyler? My voice is getting a little tired. Sure. I'll read everything <laughs> that I can. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare has been data mined to within an inch of its life, revealing a rap, uh, raft of details about the inevitable Battle Royale mode. Over on Modern Warfare subreddit, notorious Call of Duty leaker Seniscalo posted the massive map for the Battle Royale. The leak reveals a full list of zones and points of interest, perks, and killstreaks. The default option sets the player count at 200 with modes for solos, duos, and squads of four. As players have already pointed out, Modern Warfare's Battle Royale map includes the huge ground war and spec ops maps inside. It's massive then, but, but so it should be if we're looking at a 200 player experience. Uh, there's an interesting sounding respawn mechanic. Respawn tokens uh, can be looted. After you use one, they're disabled for you. To respawn a teammate, you have to burn your respawn token and drag their body to the ambulance. This enters them into the gulag queue. At some point in the match, the gulag closes, thus preventing respawns. And the gulag basically sounds like a prison camp that gives players a chance to get back into the match by winning a 1v1 fight. Uh, players in the gulag queue spectate the players currently fighting in the gulag with a countdown showing how long you have left before it's your turn to fight. And apparently at times a jailbreak can happen um, that kicks all players out of the gulag and back into the match. Uh, interestingly, you can place bets on players who are fighting in gulag using plunder, which according to Seniscalo's post, you earn by completing missions and eliminating enemies. Uh, you spend plunder on items at plunder box locations and can convert it into experience points by depositing it into ATM machines. When players enter a bank, the bank alarm will sound, alerting other players to your presence. Seniscalo has even uncovered an image uh, for plunder. Wow. That is a hell of a mode sounding there. Yeah, it sounds nuts. I, it sounds like, honestly, aside from the campers, I've been enjoying Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely play the, the Battle Royale. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think that that's pretty cool, the fact that it's 200 players. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like taking the standard amount and being like, yeah, we're doubling it. Mm -hmm. I mean, not, not that that alone makes it cool, but the whole gulag mechanic. Um, although that's crazy. That's like something never heard of. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> for sure. It's a definitely cool spin on it. It's like a mini match within a match, you know, like 1v1ing somebody just for the chance to come back. Like, imagine that. Like, you're on the mic with your friends. Like, I'm trying to take them out. I'll be right there, what guys. What do you think that's going to be? Like, hand combat? I would say, like, handgun and knife. Yeah, or, yeah, it'll probably be something like how the like the two-on-two -two is set up. Mm -hmm. They're going to give each person the same weapons. Oh, and then okay. they're going to have to fight each other. Yeah, with, with like only two or three lanes of, of a small map to go at. Probably. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's so, a... honestly, I could see it just being one of the, being all these 1v1s being set in like the, the 2v2 maps. Yeah. You know, pretty much. It's a very neat sounding mode. I mean, there we should say that this is not confirmed. It is... It could just be in the code, and it was maybe it was an experiment that didn't quite make the cut. Yeah. Um, so it is rumor, but uh, you do expect them to add some sort of battle royale mode after 
the that was like you know half the game of Black Ops Four, or maybe a third of it, and um, people like that a lot. I don't know how active it is now with Modern Warfare being out, um, which kind of sucks for them. Yeah, I'm sure it's active to an extent to, un- until they release Battle Royale for Modern Warfare. Yeah, true. Uh, so we'll see. What do you guys think if this does come out? Do we think that it? Ha- what, what, what's the pricing model going to be? Hmm. I mean, we, you hope that's going to be free. That's going to be just free DLC. Yeah. Because um, I mean, Battle Royale came with Black Ops in it. You mean yeah. you have to pay anything extra for it? Yeah, well, I didn't have um, a campaign. Right. I I would place it at if we was going to get smacked with a price tag fourteen ninety nine. I don't think it'll have a price tag. Not when it wants yeah. to complete with Fortnite and exactly. Uh, so we're we're assuming it's coming free. Yeah. But if it gets smacked with a price tag, I'm saying fourteen ninety nine. But it you bet 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 your bottom dollar it'll have a battle pass. Yes. Yeah. So definitely have a battle sure. pass. I mean, doesn't Call of Duty already have one? The Modern Warfare. No. Maybe not. No, Maybe no. not. Because I've only played like three matches. So you know what? Gears has the battle pass. That's what it is. Gears has it. Destiny has it. But no, no battle pass. Uh, and I think there's just some like battle pass esque thing once you get to a certain um like level. Okay. Gotcha. Like fifty something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean the stuff about the the gulag and everything like that. The this whole plunder uh, idea about being able to to bet on people. And which is kind of interesting, it makes you think it's like when when do you get to bet on people? Yeah, is that, this like in game? Are you like watching an arena of people fighting and you're like making bets there or something? I don't know. Or maybe you could be watching on Twitch and bet somehow. No. Yeah, I, I mean, we assume, can dream. I would assume it could be like where you're like behind like these walls that have like these openings, these window openings that you could bet on like the left side or the right side, you know, with your plunder. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so my question, Wiley, is. Will this bring you into the dark side of the multiplayer of Dark Call of Duty with us? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the only reason that I haven't been there to begin with is Death Stranding, is that I've been so absorbed with that. Okay. It's not that I've been like... Uh, avoiding it right Yeah, now. no, I'm not avoiding it. And I have, Death Stranding is pretty good, so I, I definitely understand. Yeah, so and... Yeah, I don't know. I, I Whenever I do sort of try to jump into a match... And I've only done it a couple times now. I'm just, I'm the, the time to kill is so fast compared to something like Destiny, which is where I've spent most of my PvP time. So I'm like, oh fuck, I'm dead. Oh fuck, I'm dead. It's like, oh, I just got a triple kill because I just, you know, <laughs> lined up three people and got them, got lucky. <laughs> and um, so I definitely feel like I have a lot to learn. Uh, I, I try to get at least daily some matches in because at at this point. I just go in into the shoot house twenty four seven mode. That one, that new map. I'm in love with that new map, the shoot house map. And I just go in there and I play whatever mode they give me. So I just press that one, and it'll be kill confirmed, or it'll be TDM, or it'll be um, headquarters. Is this a new map? Yeah. Oh. So they have the real mode where it's shoot house twenty four seven, and you could play any mode and most of the modes in within that map. That's and cool. it always just be that map. And that probably will only be an option for a little for bit longer. Time. Yeah. yeah. So I'm tra- taking advantage of it because in that map alone doesn't almost doesn't matter what mode I'm playing. I am averaging about 25 kills a game. Dang. Wow. Nice. Okay. That map is my map. Nice. Cool. That's like hang 'em high in Halo One. See. <laughs> See how long it's been for me since <laughs> I was into a multiplayer shooter. Um. 
So I'm actually going to skip over the sales data here. I, uh, I did, we didn't have the game awards announcements to talk about. Uh, and I think it's pretty dry and people don't care too much. Uh, the big thing is that Call of Duty sold a lot 12 years in a row. It's been the number one selling game in the, its release month. Um, I, let's see, what else? Is there anything else noteworthy here that's really anybody would care about? Uh, hardware spending's down 41% compared to last year. That means people are ready for new consoles. Um, Outer Worlds seems to be doing very well. Debuted at number two. Uh, Luigi's Mansion at number three, but I'm not going to go down all 20, and that's the U.S. charts. Mm. Um, so, the Game Awards, the Keeleys, they are every December hosted by Jeff Keeley. They're on streaming services, and they're actually pretty good now. Uh, 2014 was the first year where they where he took over the mantle of hosting, and they stopped those god awful Spike TV ones. Uh, and now it's got an air of respectability. Uh, I think that they are highly entertaining to watch, not only because you get the game announcements uh, or the trailers for unreleased stuff. You, they do cool like tributes to people that have been working in the industry for a long time. And last year we got Reggie and Sean Layden and Phil Spencer on a stage, and two of them retired afterwards. But. <laughs> So yeah, so we're gonna go over the nominations. Um, we're gonna say who we think might is gonna win. Uh, our our predictions. You want to say the prediction? Yeah, let's do our predictions, and we'll, we won't do our personal because I know that maybe only half of the games we've um, all played. So game of the year, I got six nominations. First is Control. Next is Death Stranding, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Resident Evil Two, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, and The Outer Worlds. What do we think's taking it home? I feel like Death Stranding is probably going to have to take it out of that lineup. So uh, the people that vote, it's not it's um, voted on by the outlets uh, that are also the ones that nominate these games. Mm. Uh, so there's like I, I want to say it's like 120 different outlets or something like that uh, that are they have to send in the people that they um, want to nominate, and that's how they're chosen the nominees and then they also are the ones voting on it so um you're going with death stranding yeah that's what i think um i'm going to go super smash brothers i'm gonna go super smash brothers too um i remember last year feeling that it was such bullshit that it wasn't viable because it came out in early december yep. so it technically came out in 2018 but since it was so it was not eligible last year. It is eligible this year. I think just the fact that it's on there in the first place gives. And I, I think the argument with the amount of support and the fixes and the nerves and the balances and they just provided all across this past year with all the DLC characters, I think it runs away with it because even just because of the the DLC characters and the quality behind them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though they're not part of the base game but still you know some people will argue it um best game direction control death stranding resident evil 2 Sekiro, uh shadows die twice and uh the outer wilds um i think death stranding is going to get it yes yeah um i think that arguably you could definitely make a case for control um, yeah he definitely could yeah um 
Best Narrative, A Plague Tale Innocence, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, The Outer Wild or Outer Worlds. I, I did it finally. I fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, I, don't even, I don't even know what a plague tale is. That's the we, I almost picked that one up, but that one is um, about a I believe a mother and the child trying to you know traverse this world and where like almost the big like the monsters is like these hordes of rats like and uh. this, like the like the area of the world is like plague ridden. And um, there's almost like no combat. It's almost like a sneak, like you sneak around. It's more story driven. Mm, um, gotcha. very, but from some of the reviews I saw, some of the combat moments were kind of like, you know, buggy and things like that. But it was more story driven. I bet Disco Elysium wins this. Mm. Um, you think so? I think so. I think the other games, I, it's either that or Control. I would have said Control. But I, I don't know enough about the other games to really say much. Disco Elysium, I've heard it's like a you know it's a isometric uh, computer RPG where you play as a cop um, and you can completely role play to the point where I don't know. There's shitloads of endings. There's just an obscene amount of dialogue. The writing's mm. very sophisticated. Um, I say that with quotes. I've heard very positive things and very mixed things mm-hmm. about it um, but I think that it's going to have a lot of people passionate about it that are going to want to buy for it because um, there's not a standout here uh, that, that runs away with it and I feel like that's the case with a lot of these categories. Best Art Direction Control, Death Stranding Grease, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Tough one Um I'd have to say either Death Stranding or Control. Um, but that level in Sekiro towards the end of the game, Fountainhead Palace is so beautiful. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I... What do I think will win? Control. I think Control is going to get a lot of... like. People so, are gonna a, like a lot of upsets, <laughs> and I think that the game sold like crap. Um, yeah. it, like it's, I th- think it's gonna get a lot of love. I hope so. Words. I hope so, and I hope that it, it you know, gets uh, remedy some boost I, boost I, I sales. Check that out. I know you enjoyed it. I, yeah, I great. That game out. Uh, best score: Cadence of High Rule, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry Five, Kingdom Hearts Three, and Sayonara Wild Hearts. I'm biased. Going Kingdom Hearts 3 something that I love that way. <laughs> Man, Sayonara Wild Hearts had some pretty sweet beats. Yeah, it did. I mean, Death Stranding has some good, yes. really good songs. I, I think it, my pick yeah. would have been is Death Stranding. My, my yeah. pick would have been uh, is Death Stranding. Death Stranding but, for for soundtrack and score, mm-hmm. both are excellent. So, but I'm just throwing it out there for Kingdom Hearts, just throwing it a bone, my, my boys, Sora, Mickey. <laughs> um, best audio design: Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Man, Control has, has a mm-hmm. pretty good contention there, too, I feel like. For sure. Um, definitely some great sound effects and that are, were very immersive and adding to the atmosphere of the game. But then you also think of how amazing Call of Duty Modern Warfare sounded in the campaign with the crazy war zones and all the bullets flying and the 
Uh, I think from a technical aspect that that wins. Sometimes it's like a little too much though in Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) Be overwhelming at them. Yeah. Well, I think it's supposed to feel that way. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Sekiro is also tremendous with with the swords clashing, and just how satisfying it is to pull off parries. The music is great, just like in every FromSoft game. The boss themes get you hyped up. There's there's quieter, peaceful moments like in the Fountainhead Palace, um, Death Stranding. But you know we're getting score and sound design a little conflated, but it's easy to do that. Uh, next category. Oh, so what's what's our final prediction? Best audio design. I'm going Call of Duty. I say Control. God. God. All right. Best performance. Uh, definitely not the standouts that we had last year with um i forget who played arthur from red dead redemption 2 he won and he was he i think it's the best performance in games history uh that i can think of uh ashley birch as pavardi or as parvati i always fucked it up from the outer worlds everybody likes her uh courtney hopius as jesse faden from control Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz from Gear Fives, Mad Mickelson as Cliff from Death Stranding, Matthew Poretta as Doctor Casper from from uh, Doctor Casper Darling from Control, and then Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges uh, from Death Stranding. Uh, this belongs to Matthew Poretta as Doctor Casper Darling from Control. That like you guys haven't gotten that far in the game. <laughs> Like he's the one that has the the live action um, videos that uh, okay yeah. so like he's the scientist and as the game progresses he starts to uh, lose it a little and mm. some of his videos are fantastic I want to go home and play this game right now just thinking about them <laughs> the DLC is coming soon oh yeah I'm, it, I'm excited because oh god they're so good mm. uh, they're like the best video logs in. To, gaming history <laughs> i'm remembering how great control was just thinking about uh, some of the later videos that he does um so yeah i mean the other ones nothing really stands out they're they're all good and I, mads is kind of be finally coming into the game where i'm at it takes a long time um for him to be more than uh, the flash forwards and norman reedus he's good but he doesn't deserve it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're not going to keep on going too much longer because there's like 15 more categories, but games for impact, Concrete Genie, Grease, Kind Words, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. have not played any of these. Yeah, me either. Uh, games for impact is a category that's, um, I guess, sort of a, the social justice warrior game of the year. <laughs> Essentially <laughs> something that's like promoting a good cause. Um Best ongoing game, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Rainbow Six Siege. That is a that is a stacked category. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can make arguments for all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 14 is now loved and it's like the biggest MMO on the block. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. they had that Shadowbringers DLC or uh, expansion. expansion. Uh, Fortnite, uh, don't enough said. Uh, Apex Legends huge surprise um i think i think you got to give this to fortnite <laughs> yeah i mean yeah after just... this whole chapter two business right yeah, yeah the chapter even got me to go jump in and try it for a little <laughs> yeah so you got me play. it's one of my more favorite 
it's kind of like one of my comfort games at this point, even though I'm not that good. Uh, best independent game, Baba Is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, an Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny that Untitled Goose Game's on there. <laughs> it's going to be Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I think it'll be Outer Wilds. Um, it's a game that I've started, actually, and I hear so many amazing things about. I, I had so many issues with the flight controls, um, but I want to go back to it and give it another try. Okay. <laughs> Any other? Uh, pr- I, Disco Elysium has a shot, um, but I think Outer Wilds takes this. Uh, based Ta- on Zero was really good. It was really good, but you never actually finished it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was. Um, best mobile game. Skipping that. <laughs> not here. He's the mobile guy. <laughs> best VR game. Best V. Oh yeah, sure. Best VR. Asgard's Wrath, or Asgard's Wrath, not Asgard. Uh, Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, and Trover Saves the Universe. Beat Hmm. Saber, right? I would say Beat Saber. Yeah, Yeah, although I heard so many good things about Blood and Truth, and that kind of just came and went. I mean, I feel like Blood and Truth was hyped up more than I've heard anything afterwards. Um well, yeah, I just don't know if I heard about the same like clamoring that I heard about Astrobot and about mm-hmm. um, Moss uh, right. the, the, the year prior. But And now we get into where things start getting a little repetitive. Uh, best action game, like what does that even mean? Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. I think, I think this is a good p- place to stop yeah. um, just because it's just it's a toss-up at this point with mm-hmm. with all these categories and all overlapping things which is the way it always is for for video games um anything else you want to see yeah, those are all esports yeah all right so the game awards uh they're what is it I, this in december you'll be able to watch them i'm sure we'll be doing our talking about them uh and something happened this this past week we, it was november 15th and november 18th which means that gamecube and xbox had a birthday and it's been 18 years they're now old enough to smoke in most states um and i thought it'd be fun to close out the show this week if we talked a little bit about our original gamecube and x our original xbox and gamecube stories and if we had any so at least for me um my mother didn't pick up the original, or whatever, like they like you know launch like for either one for me, but my best friend who I'm still friends with till this day, um, he actually got the GameCube launch. So I kind of like he and I couldn't go over his house even though he was in next door. My mother wouldn't let me. It was weird. My mother was overprotective. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would be, I would be like Fernando, like, what you playing? He was like, I got you, bro. He would turn his TV so I could watch from my bedroom window. <laughs> Watch him play whatever game he was playing. I'm like, that's so cool, man. <laughs> I think I see an item. You got to pick that up. <laughs> like, whatever game he was playing, I'd be trying to help him out from my, from my window while he's playing in his room. And I'm like, we had the windows like right there. And I'm like, nice. yeah, man, go that way. <laughs> that's funny. I actually uh, saved up my allowance for a long time. And I had, uh, I pre-ordered my GameCube from Sam Goody which is the store where they usually sell CDs and other music stuff, which I think they're all gone now. Um, I pre-ordered it with two games, and I was very, very into games at this point. Not quite like I am now, but like 
there was a long period of time where I had taken a break, but lead, like Game Boy Advance and GameCube launch, I was very into it as the 11-year-old that I was. And I pre-ordered it with Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and Super Monkey Ball. Which, you know, you don't, you would think Luigi's Mansion or something like that, but no, I saved that for Christmas. Um, I remember I had 200 bucks saved up. My dad found out that it cost 300 for the system and the games, and he was, like, really annoyed that I had to borrow the rest. Um, but he, he lent it to me. And uh, so I came home, played the, played the crap out of those. Me and my sister had lots of fun with Super Monkey Ball. Uh, Tony Hawk 3, absolutely loved uh, and then that Christmas, I got four GameCube games. I got Smash, Rogue, Rogue Squadron, Rogue Leader 2, Pikmin, and Luigi's Mansion. Nice. And I was, I was set. That was a hell of a first couple months for the GameCube. Uh, and original Xbox, I didn't have one for a couple years, but I had a neighbor up the street, like one of those neighbors that I would like, or you know, one of those neighborhood kids, like I would literally just go knock on his door uninvited just be like hey what's up we want to hang out mm-hmm. and um so this kid his uncle uh was heavy d um who was like a famous producer and rapper um from the early 90s nice. um, so he was pretty wealthy um his uncle heavy d got him an xbox with every game <laughs> all nice. 17 launch games wow yeah so i i got a good good amount of time in with that I uh, didn't fall in love with Halo until I've, my friend Jerry's house about a year or two later. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I remember playing like Amped mm-hmm. and Project Gotham Racing and Fusion Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy, yeah, <laughs> that was a good little uh, Mario Party um, wannabe. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never owned an Xbox. My first Xbox console was the 360. Um, but I also had to like it was like my dad. It was one of my dad's friends who had it. And I would go over there, and my dad's friend was like playing Halo and stuff like that. And I think that's when I started to get like into, I think that, that or like around that time, I really started to get into like gaming because the same friend of my dad's, he also was like really into RuneScape, and that, mm. that kind of got me into RuneScape. Mm. <laughs> um, just like watching him play like over his shoulder or whatever when we went over to like hang out over there. Um, that got me into like the halo games and like he had fusion fusion frenzy so I would, like play with his kids and and stuff like that and uh and then gamecube yeah just luigi's mansion pikmin mm-hmm. all good good titles pikmin was a good one you know what i just remembered it'd be a travesty if i forgot this i did have the original xbox but way like years after like a couple years after it came out my uncle who was in the military at the time sent me his oh wow with halo 2 and I'm pretty sure they had the map. You had to get the maps, a couple maps. So mm-hmm, they were mm-hmm. installed already, but I didn't know how to get online. So I've never played online. But I had Halo. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I got this. So like I was playing it and I was like by myself. I'm like, eh, you know. So I saved up some money and picked up Ninja Gaiden Black. Oh. Loved that game. Beat it. Then I tried playing it on hard. Couldn't beat it on, on, the, on the next difficulty level. So I played the original, or not the original, but I played the Ninja Gaiden, the one that came to Xbox, I want to say like 03, and then Black was the sequel. Um, I got stuck on like level 13 um, mm. as a kid on yeah, Ninja Gaiden. It says launch memories. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. All right, yeah. I was like, launch about to talk me. about Xbox Live launch. I had like a 75-foot Ethernet cable taped Oof. around my... Uh, 
Oh yeah, I had one of those at my dad's house. <laughs> yeah, and it was mind blowing at the time as a you know a strictly console gamer to be playing Halo Two with random people, getting that that disc that had those nine extra maps on it. Um, I remember that had that one that was on a beach. That was a real classic one. Yeah, I didn't know what was on my game until the 360. Mm-hmm. Well. It is what it is. All right, guys. That has been the Level With You show. Thank you so much for watching. Um, Leave us a like, a a subscribe, and maybe a comment. And you can be featured on next week's show. All right. Until next time. Stay level.